Welcome to episode 195 of Chew on This, a Nerds United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. So today, on today's episode, we're going to talk about our first ever stalking episode. So it's called Chew on This Stalks Somebody. And <laughs> such this and such. person and such and such. And this person, um, well, without this person, we probably wouldn't be doing this right now. Um, I feel like this person started it all uh, with podcasting. So we thought it'd be uh, not sweet justice or sweet poetry. It's, Is that it's right? F- it's fitting. It's fitting. That's right. I was that, way off. This would be our first. <laughs> <laughs> this is our first chew on this stocks Kevin Smith. Nice. So we're going to go over Kevin Smith's first half of his career. Basically. Like the, yeah. Like the first five or six movies or so or or, right, or, like that. or the movies that that involve uh his bread and butter or the characters that he created the james right, his, bob characters his, that, yeah that that universe so um so did oh, did i ever tell a story on on the podcast about how i actually learned about kevin smith i don't think you did you might have told me off podcast but i i have a story about him too but go ahead so for me i i came to the kevin smith game late and um, there was there was a girl in college that wanted to watch this movie, and for whatever reason that you could figure it out yourself, I decided to watch it. I said, "Sure, I'll watch it. Whatever. <laughs> if it means we get late, I'll watch whatever, <laughs> whatever." So the movie she tells me is Mallrats, and I've never heard of it before. And she's like, "You've never heard of Mallrats or Clerks?" I'm like, "What is that?" <laughs> so I watched Mallrats first and instantly fell in love with it. Um, I had never seen anything in movies like this before where the main characters talked like my friends talked yes. and um, make references and basically have lines of movies that they embed into their you know normal conversations. And I used to do that all the time. Um, so that was the first time that I've ever seen that. And then, so I went back and actually, you know, watched Clerks after I left her room. I was like, I need to borrow this tape. Um, <laughs> I don't want to get late anymore. I want to watch this movie. I just want to watch this movie. <laughs> You've given me something more important. Um, so I watched, uh, I watched Clerks later and I was like, oh my God, this is, this is fucking amazing. This is, this is New Jersey, just like the other one. Because New Jersey was never represented in movies before, <laughs> you know, um, not in a good way anyway. Um, it was always New York and Philly. So now this guy, Kevin Smith, from New Jersey, makes these movies about people in New Jersey, which is awesome. Um, so that's that's how I found out about Kevin Smith, because I wanted to get laid. <laughs> I, I came about it a completely different way. Um it was like around 96 or 97, somewhere around there. And uh, I was already, you know, moved out of the house and, and all this stuff. And I was visiting my brother who took over my old room. And he was down there with a bunch of dudes. And I'm like, first of all, I was like, why are you down here with a bunch of dudes? And then he's like, oh, we're we're having like a uh, like a movie night or whatever. And tonight we're watching Clerks or whatever. And I was like, that sounds dumb. You know, and, and and I'm like, why is that in black and white? That's lame or whatever. And he's like, no, trust me. He's like, this is really, it's really gritty. It's it's quirky. I mean, it's like even got a Star Wars like reference in it. And I was like, oh, 
that sounds interesting or whatever. So basically, like, I only watched, like, five minutes of it, and they showed, like, I think it was the Berserker part of it. The guy was, (laughs) like, singing Berserker, and it was all black and white, yeah. And they were out there jamming to him and all that stuff. And I was like, yeah, this is not my cup of tea. So that was, like, that was it. And then, like, maybe a few months later, when I was at the video store and I wanted to rent something... And I kept hearing about this movie, Chasing Amy. Like it won all these, won some awards, and like people said, it's like a really good independent film. And back then, independent films were starting to really kind of grow a lot. You know, Miramax and all that stuff. So I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll I'll give it a shot. So I rented it when you could rent shit, and uh, I I just like I love this voice, this this whoever this person is that's writing and directing this shit, I, I love his voice. I like his dialogue. I mean, you know, uh, it wasn't, like, technically awesome. It was just people, this dialogue, you know? And like you said, it was shit that my friends and I would talk about all the time, like, you know, and fuck around with each other and joke about movies and movie lines and all this shit. So I watched that movie, and then and then I started doing, it like, a kind of a deep dive. And back then, like, Internet wasn't really, like, I mean, it was there, I think I had dial-up, and I started doing a deep dive and then realized, oh, shit, those two characters, that Jane Saw and Bob character who I saw in this movie, they're in the other movies. I need to go watch those. So that's when I watched Clerks, and then I watched Mallrats, and then I watched Chasing Amy again. And by then, Goodwill Hunting came out, and then I was really intrigued because like, he was like a producer on that. Right, he's like a producer. Um, yeah, and then, and then after that movie blew up, you know, Matt and Ben's next project was Dogma, and from then on, I was like, I gotta watch every movie that he puts out because I really dig this shit. And Dogma was a complete, like, you know, kind of a revelation, you know, in and of itself, other than the other three movies. So, um, but anyway, uh, so that's kind of like my clerk story. Um, what's your uh, What's your favorite Kevin Smith early? Movies. Well, I would. It's I. I still would. I'd go to, right to uh, Chasing Amy because it was the first one I ever saw, uh, first movie of his that I ever saw, and I. I mean, I. St- I love Mallrats and I like Clerks and I. I really, really. Uh, I, I love Clerks too, uh, but Chasing Amy is kind of like my first. Uh, I can kind of relate to that story a little bit. Not that I dated a lesbian, but I mean, I can relate. <laughs> I can relate dating somebody that was way more experienced than me and. and kind of coming to grips with that like be, not being really okay with that and getting jealous and all that stuff and then and then it was like too late you know by the time i kind of figured things out so um i kind of related to that in a big way and and plus like i don't know any movies where these people like people were comic book writers and and inkers and you know right. comic book creators so that in and of itself is cool like they went to comic like there's a comic-con scene in it that's fucking hilarious um, uh, the Vader scene. Yeah, God, I love that. Because, again, yeah. you know, it spoke to me because of the Star Wars thing. But also he just integrated it in the, in the you know, kind of like a racism dialogue that just made me laugh to no end. Um, <laughs> I just I fucking love that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's kind of like my first love. Uh, what about yours? What's your favorite? My my all time favorite Kevin Smith movie still to this day um, is mall rats. I, nice. I think because like you're saying, like chasing Amy kind of spoke to you, uh, mall rats spoke to me because those, 
I knew people who were either parts of some of those characters or like completely part, completely those characters, you know, um, uh, the way that they spoke and things like that, references, movies, all that stuff. But what made it different for me was that like I was kind of a mall rat too. Like that's what you did in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. You went to the malls. Nothing At else least to do. I did. <laughs> so it was, it was, it spoke to me. And then they went to the flea market, which was fucking awesome too, because in New Jersey, if you are tired of the malls, you can always go to the flea markets. So that's what they did in the movie, which was fucking awesome. So, um, and it was the, you know, I love clerks. I think clerks are, you know, number two would be dogma and then clerks would be three. Yeah. Um, dogma is right up there with mall rats for me. Um, I remember seeing the trailer for that movie and thinking, oh, my God, I have to see this movie. Yeah. There's, if there's one movie I need to see, it's this movie. And I I loved Dogma, and I loved Mallrats, and I don't know why people aren't as big on Mallrats um, as they are um, as, like, the uh, Chasing Amy and Clerks. I, for me, I guess, I guess because it's personal to me. Yeah. That's why I, I have a closer... Uh, tie to it and think it's like my favorite. I'm sure if I took a step back and like, you know, reviewed the movie, I would probably find lots of faults with it, but it, it just has a place in my heart um, for being a New Jersey yeah, movie to I, me. I remember when Mallrats come out, they were touting it like the next, like this generation's Porky's and shit like that, which I don't know. Like Porky's and, and Mallrats are completely different because like <laughs> a lot. I, I mean, Mallrats was like all about like, there's just a lot of references to pop culture and well, Mallrats is essentially a love story. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, that's embedded in there, of course. Um, there's nothing, there's no love story in Porky's. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's just, yeah, just nudity and shit. Or you count um, that part where the guy gets his dick stuck or caught in the in the wall. Is that Porky's one or two? Yeah, yeah. He, That's Porky's one. He he peeks through the uh the peephole that they made you know, in the <laughs> shower. Dick and then in he the sticks hole. He just thinks they, that's a good idea. The, I guess back gym, in like the, the, gym the early eighties. <laughs> yeah, I guess in the early eighties this was not considered sexual assault. You see a hole in the wall and you just stick your dick in it. You don't even I know, and like in the night, like late nineties, they did what you know the American Pie movies, and they tried right. to like tried to one up that by having him fuck a pie and all that stuff. Just yeah, hilarious. but he fucks a pie. That's <laughs> it's a pie. It's sexually right? with nobody a around. Pie. Nobody around. Who, who's and, he hurting? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and and Porky's he fucking stuck his dick in a hole, knowing full well that it led to the girls' locker room. Right, <laughs> and he didn't get arrested. It's not even close. <laughs> fuck the pie all day long. It's not hurting anybody. Just wait till it cools down. <laughs> Buy another one for your mom so she doesn't notice. <laughs> Switch it out with an Entenmann's. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't make this. This is weird. Or fuck the Entenmann's. Your mom's pie is probably better. <laughs> Try them both out. See which one's better. <laughs> taste, a little taste test. Uh, God. Uh, Don't taste it yeah. afterwards, though. Yeah. <laughs> But his movies like led to you know the Jed Apatow shit and 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 a bunch of other type, you know of of comedies and stuff that we watch today. It kind of informed those, you know, and then those took like a a step in a different direction. But um, the, but these movies like reminded me of like the eighties goofball movies, you know, just in the nineties and early two yeah, thousands. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So uh, and they still, movie... I mean still hold up for me anyway. 
You know, a movie like that I did not like when I first saw it, but after I read up on it a little bit and tried and saw what he was trying to do, I really like it now. Is Jane Silent Bob? Uh, oh yeah, yeah I, I wasn't a big fan yeah. of it when I first saw it, I, and then every time I watch it again, I like it even more. Yeah, but you have to watch it stoned. <laughs> That's why. No, I've seen it sober. <laughs> like that I mean, movie... obviously, it's better. It's <laughs> it's so fucking ridiculous. When he's talking about the clit, <laughs> he starts talking to <laughs> it and shit. He's like, I'm going to rub my nose on it. He's <laughs> like, oh, you're going to get it. <laughs> that part makes me laugh that every time. That part is hilarious. That's <laughs> oh, so funny. Or the scene, or the scene where they, uh, they end up in like the uh, mystery machine, but they yeah. like, fucking hate each other. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Oh, that movie's got some good stuff in it. What's your problem, little boy? <laughs> There's so many awesome cameos in that I movie like the too. part. I like the part where they come in and they're on the set of uh, Good Will Hunting 2. Oh, and God, the security guard right. breaks in and he's like, it's a cool blah, 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 blah. And Matt Damon's like, God damn it, Ben again? And he's like, no, no. I didn't have any hookers today or whatever the fuck he says. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <It's> like- <laughs> that... That whole that, that whole exchange like saves that entire scene. It's also it's so, so funny. Fun. Like like Gus, uh, are we are we gonna call action here? And he's like, I'm busy, Ben. And he's like counting <laughs> cash and shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like <clears throat> hunting season. I mean, that movie had everybody in it, and when I say everybody, they had the twins, the Skywalker twins in the movie. It's fucking. They awesome. had fucking everybody. George Carlin. They had. Uh, you know, obviously Matt and, and Ben, and they had uh, Tracy Morgan. Oh God! Uh, I don't know what you just said, little kid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, there's so many other. I can't off the top of my head. I can't think of any more. But Jason, um, Jason Lee. There's, there's. Uh, from oh, what's much, his face from the '80s much, movies? Pretty much Judd every, Nelson. Was it Judd Nelson? Judd Nelson was in there. Yeah, he played. Yeah, the, yeah. Will Ferrell. Yeah. Oh God. Oh, John Stewart. So funny. And then the girls, uh, right? Allie, oh, that's Allie right. Allie Larder, and he had uh, his, his wife. Dushku. His wife Dushku. was in there, right? Yeah, Elizabeth um, Shannon Elizabeth. Oh, uh, Sean William Scott was in it. Yes, I mean he literally got everybody in this fucking movie. It's ridiculous. Well, and now he's got what Jay and Silent Bob reboot coming out, and he's going to do it all over again. So yeah. all, all those people are going to be in it, plus plus like some surprises and stuff. So I'm, yeah, I'm, really I'm looking, looking forward, forward to that. that. I mean, it's going to be such a goofy like you know what you're getting. It's a goofy movie. It's making fun of itself. But what's awesome for what'll be awesome for me is understanding what he's trying to do. Yes. I didn't understand it the first time I saw it, and then if you watch it through those lenses, the movie makes complete sense to me now. Yes. And it's funnier. It's funnier now than it ever has been. I I watched it again for the for this uh, for this episode. <laughs> And I found myself laughing more now than I ever had before. Well, it's really clever because of the whole the movie poop shoot thing. It's really clever in that. I mean, <laughs> it is ahead of its time. Stuff. It's it was way ahead of its time because like now this is part of our culture. Like, and then all the uh, comic book stuff too, because this yes. was this was a time frame when the I think the comic book X-Men, stuff wasn't X Men came out the year before this. So okay, so it's it just then, starting. It was in between X Men and Spider Man One when this came out, so it's it was right on the cusp of a major major breakout uh, with comic book stuff. 
So right. I'm I'm looking forward to reboot too because I think it's going to integrate all that 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 culture that we're in right now with all the superheroes. Oh, I hope so. That would be fucking so, amazing with Jane Sutherland Bob doing it. Yes, it'd be really fucking cool. Um, I hope I hope they get Mark Hamill again. That'd be amazing. But uh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm excited for that movie. It's it's. I mean, I know what I'm going to get, and it's just kick back and and have a good time. Um, but. You know, before know. we go back, before we go back to the movies that we want to talk about, um, yeah. I I want to mention another reason why I love Kevin Smith so much. It was I had seen Mallrats, I had seen Clerks chasing Amy, and then I saw an evening with Kevin Smith. Oh God, classic! And if you've never seen it, there's two of them. Go find Watch them both. The first, yeah, but the first one is the one I think with the, the first one is the one that the started Superman it all. Story, yeah. right? Both of them are really great. Because the other but, one's the Prince, the Prince story, right? Was the second yes, one? Yes, I think so. Yeah. So fucking funny, man. Oh, my so God. So I'd seen him in interviews before, but this is what made me fall in love with him because he was just like us. The way he was talking to the audience, he, he was talking to them like I would talk to them. Yes. You know, or like you would just be talking to your friends. Um, and he's a really good storyteller. Like he's he reminds me of like uh, Mark Hamill. He's a very good storyteller. Like, just telling stories about, like, I mean, just watching Evening with Kevin Smith. That's all he does right. is just tell stories. And the right. and the stories are so fucking amazing. Um, of course, the John Peters one is, is the most popular one, which is because <laughs> it's fucking bonkers. Yeah. It's, and it's got it a is. great ending, too. Um, but uh, I just wanted to mention that because that coupled with the movies about New Jersey and all that stuff, like that, knowing that he was, like, one of us, like somebody like me that would talk about movies like that or talk to friends like that, that's, it made it even better. Yeah. Now I remember him talking about in an interview, how, when he worked at the video store, he's like, that was a dream come true. And I was like, and when I was younger, I wanted to work at a video store, or the movie theater. Like I wanted to see movies for free. You know, that was like, that was like my big goal in life, you know? And, uh, but, but then this guy actually got to go out and I mean, he, he risked everything. To, to bring that movie together. I mean, put open all these credit cards and just and borrowed money from his parents and all this stuff. <coughs> and well, he maxed the famous story. The the cliff the cliff notes version is um, he was in film school. He quit. Decided to make his own movie. Maxed out a whole shit ton of credit cards. Got all his friends to go do with the movies. And he you know wrote the music. I think he did the editing. He did the filming himself. And I think he filmed Mallrats for what, like twenty or thirty thousand or something like that. Well, oh, Clerks, uh, like Clerks, 30, yeah, sorry, I don't know, thirty-five, thirty-eight. I can't. It, it's somewhere around there. Yeah, and then it won like all these awards and stuff. So, well, then they bought. Yeah, I'm sure they bought it for more than that. And then it right. made. I mean, it's more than made its money back for sure. Um, and then they did you hear that crazy own. story about Dogma? Why it's not on blue? Not out on either Blu-ray or streaming services right now. Is it a religious thing or is it a rights thing? It's a Disney thing. Oh, because Disney owns it. Right. They own Miramax. That's right. So it's not on any, like, you can't get, like, uh, an updated high-def version of of Dogma, which is bullshit. That's crazy. That movie, I mean, that movie's just really silly. I mean, obviously he's making fun of shit. He's not serious, you know? I think if that movie gets, you know, you know, when I, I watched that movie for tonight too, and yeah. 
I'm watching this movie and I'm thinking, you know, if this movie was released in 2019, it would probably be, it would probably make a shit ton of fucking movie in the, uh, money in the yeah. theaters right now. Yeah. Just because of the way that it, the way that, well, first of all, all the stars in the, in the movie, right? I mean, again, we were talking about stars for Jane Silent Bob. There's a shit ton of stars in Dogma. Um, of course, the late Alan Rickman is, ama- is oh, amazing God. in this. Metatron. But, um, yeah. yeah. But, uh, I, I was thinking if Dogma was released today, I think it would make a hundred times more money than it did, um, when it first came out. Just something about the satire that it's doing right now. I think it's like I think it works with today's audience because they would know it's a fucking joke. Yeah, I think so. I think some of his stuff, like we were just talking about before, was kind of it was ahead of its time. Like it, it people didn't like get it, you know. And uh, did you I watch remember, Dogma again for for tonight? I, I I haven't, but I but I watched it like maybe a year ago. It's still pretty. I mean, did you get that feeling when you were watching it? Like I yeah, did. Yeah, when I watched it, I was like, I, I first of all, I hadn't seen it in years, and so I'm watching this with fresh eyes. You know, about a year ago or so, and I was like, I really like this movie. <laughs> like, yeah, it's really there's, good. There's parts about this movie that I'm just that are, I mean, hysterical, uh, clever. There's that um, great. Uh, there's that great like. 10 minute dialogue between Matt Damon and Ben Affleck on the yes. uh, in the walkway the, in the escalating walkway, yeah. the auto- automated walkway and it's just one shot of just Ben talking yeah it's fucking it's awesome it was really great it was like I could tell that this had I mean this had to be after Goodwill Hunting where Matt Damon had all those lines in that other movie in, in that movie and so like Ben was pretty much the lead in this movie and he had a lot of fucking dialogue to remember and Just that one t- scene alone was oh, ridiculous. God. And this was a time where, uh, if I remember right, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but Kevin Smith was very, like, he'd get tight about, like, you need to follow the script. Like, he didn't like it when people veered from the script. I mean, now he's really an improv and stuff like that. But back in the day, he was like, read what it fucking says and don't say anything else. So, like, he had to, like, do all that dialogue perfectly. And that scene is great, too. Like, you're, you're going, like, what the fuck's going on? But it's not just, just that scene, though. There's there's multiple. I mean, that one sticks out the most to me because yeah, yeah. I'm watching the scene as it and as it's going. I'm like, holy shit, they haven't cut away yet. Yep, he's that's still like he's night, still M. talking. That's like an M Night move, you know. Just well, before M Night, actually. Yeah, stick um, with this shot for two or three minutes. Um, and there's a there's plenty of smart dialogue. I mean, just the way it opens up too, when they're like, you know, this is a satire, yeah, blah blah blah. Don't take it seriously. I mean, God has a sense of humor. Look at the platypus, and right. they, they fade to black, and then it comes back. P.S. We apologize for all the platypus lovers. This is- <laughs> you know, like it's fucking, it's fucking, it's a that alone should tell you the the type of movie this is. And you know, he infamously <laughs> in his hometown. Uh, went down and picketed his own movie. Yeah, that was that was awesome. <laughs> that was fucking yeah, hilarious. That's blood. on. I, I think that's on the second disc, the the second part, the part yeah, two of the evening. Yeah, he was with on Kim the news, and, and, yeah. he was, and he went on there like he. You was can find it on YouTube. He's out there. Yeah, it's so funny. That's it's genius. <laughs> he couldn't do that now. Everybody. He's all straight he face too when he's like shitting on his yeah. own movie. Yeah, he's like fuck these guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't think this is right. Yeah, this is ridiculous. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, I, yeah, I, I love Dogma, but um, thinking about Dogma being released now, I just thought, I thought, wow, this this would make a lot more money today. 
I think it would too. I think most of his movies might. I mean, Zack and Mary isn't a bad movie. I think. No, I really like that movie. I, I think it came out at the wrong time. Number one and number two, the the name. Uh, I think the the name porno in the 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 word porno in the name. I think turned a lot of people off. Yeah. Uh, or or made you, made you feel like oh, I don't want to like when I go up to the ticket counter. I don't want to say Zack and Mary make a porno. I just say Zack and Mary. You know, I liked or, I liked the story. I mean, it is a romantic comedy, so it kind of it does follow the. Well, well no, no one it had do- no one had really ever done anything like that before. Either. <laughs> no, you know? no, that was fucking hilarious. Putting that, I knew I was going to get something funny with Elizabeth Banks and, and Seth Rogen as the lead for this type of movie. Oh, he was blowing up back then. I mean, he was in Super Bad and Knocked Up. I mean, he was he got him at his like where he was starting to really shoot off. And so yeah. I was like, oh, man, I can't believe he got this fucking guy. This movie's going to make $100 million. And yeah. the movie doesn't make shit. And uh, the following week, role models come out and make, like, three times as much, you know. And I, I like that movie for what it is, but I I like think this one, too. I, I like... I, I do. I, there's I don't understand. The, I guess for this one and for Mallrats, for me, I don't understand why people don't like those two movies. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean... The, the acting isn't like the greatest quality, but it it's still it's very funny and very witty and very clever, and I I still like I think to this day I mean even Judd Apatow and stuff I like the dialogue I like I like that they talk just as how I talk you know to my friends and shit like that or behind closed doors or whatever so I I like that kind of stuff um, but yeah I mean. I just think it was just bad luck. Like he hasn't had like a huge hit, you know, and now he's in this experimental kind of phase of his life where he's just trying different shit and things that make him happy and all that stuff, which is awesome. Um, but I, I can't relate to it as much as I related to that, that other shit. So, you know, like I watched, I, I watched red state and it was, it's actually, there's parts in it that are very fucking creepy and Michael parks is fucking amazing. Um, but that movie just didn't really speak to me. And then I watched Tusk, and he tried to do, like, a horror movie. And parts of that, like, reminded me of, like, uh, The Human Centipede, which disgusted the hell out of me. I hated that fucking movie. And so Tusk kind of reminds me a little bit about that. And I, so I, I didn't really like it. And my wife likes horror movies, so she kind of liked it. But I, I didn't like that movie very much. But, again, Michael Parks, fucking riveting. Riveting as hell. And then um, Yoga Hosers come out, and it's just like a like one of those like like eighties rubber monster movies, you know. Um, and I mean, parts of it are okay, but it's I mean, you could tell the production value is really low, and some of the acting was very questionable and all that. Um, and I didn't that movie didn't really speak to me either. So I but I I love his old shit. I mean, all the way up to like Clerks Two, I absolutely like Clerks Two speaks to me also like i really fucking love that movie it always gives me the feels that by the end of that movie um which is very strange but i i really really like that movie and they put a donkey show in the movie which reminded me of bachelor party which i fucking love that movie too so he really he kind of gets it he kind of you know he actually is a product of the of the 70s and 80s just like we are and uh and those references in the movies are, are fantastic um i think he somebody actually walked out of his movie because of the donkey show. And I'm like, Oh my God, you fucking loser. Cause this is genius. I mean, it's fucking bachelor party. <laughs> it's bachelor party. If they, if the donkey doesn't die on quaaludes, 
That's what I love. <laughs> they actually got past the part. He actually fucked the donkey. I was like, oh, my God, they went for it. You know? <laughs> and then, like, you know, Rosario Dawson, like, shows up, and she's, like, she's trying to be she all, can't, like. She can't yeah. not look at it. Yeah, she's like, I, you got to hang on, man, like because a, I got to watch like this shit. <laughs> so I love that. It's like I, she comes in to do this tender moment. She's like, this shit's got to wait. I'm watching this. <laughs> and the cops come, and he's like, oh, shit, I got to finish. <laughs> it's so fucked up. Uh Anyway, um, have you seen any of his latest stuff, like his experimental phase or his stuff that he's like kind of messing with? Um, I I can't remember the last Kevin Smith movie I saw. It's been a while. Um, I've actually seen more of his TV work than I have watched his movies. Oh Um, yeah, we've The Flash, uh, Super Supergirl. I don't think he's. And directed Legends or Arrow, though. But Reaper, no. that was another one. I, I loved, loved Reaper. Reaper. Um, yeah. I was really pissed about Reaper leaving. That was Yeah, me too. I, I was so... It was kind of like a... Uh, maybe like a funnier version of, of Supernatural. Yes. You know, and, and the, the characters in that show had a lot of great chemistry. Yes. Um, and I was, I was mad when that show got canceled. Me too. Um no, I haven't. I haven't watched. I, I can't remember the last. I, I've, I've, I've actually keep in touch more through social media and through his podcasts than than watching his movies. I just do the TV shows, the podcasts. Yeah, is, is basically all I do now, or all I have time for right now. Um, so, well, it's I mean, easier because you his... just pop it in the pot. You just pop it in the car and just listen to it. Well, because his last three movies didn't really like make it out into major theatrical, you know, um, rollouts or anything. You had to pay good sizable money to go watch one and then get a Q and a afterward and all that, which I would have loved, would have loved to have done that, but nothing was near me. So I couldn't really do that. We so did go waiting. see him in San Jose, didn't we? Uh, we went, so I've seen him a few times. I I've seen him at comic con a few times in hall H. I went to a smodcast with my brother, went on his very first tour that he did. We went to San Francisco and then you and I went, and saw him at Hollywood Babylon, but I saw him at Hollywood Babylon and Comic Con as well. So I, I've seen him a few times, and and he's, I mean he he's great. In in real life, he's great. I mean I got I think I shook his hand. I got he signed a poster for me. Um, I still have it. It's fucking awesome. It's he just like, did right um he just did yeah. a meet and greet at uh at the stash for May the fourth. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, that's like so, I mean, that's like two times he's gone back to New Jersey in the last two years, and I've been stuck here. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Whenever he comes near San Francisco, I mean, you and I kind of go, but he hasn't he hasn't been back there since that last time you and I went. Mm, and he's he's basically staying at the Scum and Villainy for yeah, fa- for Fat, uh, Man. Fat Man Beyond. Yeah, with Mark Bernardin, who we got to talk to. It's like we talked to other people. I mean, we've talked to Ming Chen. We've talked to Mark. We talk to people that know him and stuff, but I would love to get him on here. And and uh, he's, I mean, pretty much the pod father. You know, he's the guy. I, I want to say there was one other guy that had the podcast right around the same time as him or right before him, but it might have been Ricky Gervais, but I can't remember. But it was Kevin Smith who 
really fucking took it to the next level and like actually started a network. I mean, that's how I, I used, started listening. Uh, well, I started listening to him in 2007 when uh, he, when Smodcast came out, and then he started dropping like all these other different podcasts, and then his friends started doing podcasts. So like at one point, I was listening to like five or six a week, and it, and I can't. I mean, I just don't have time anymore. So I, I've whittled it down to to the three that I get to listen to, which is Smodcast, which he doesn't do very often. I love Fat Man Beyond because Mark Bernardin is is like uh, amazing, you know, a writer. Um, and then uh, I, I still listen to Hollywood Babylon, even though I kind of fast forward through some things just to get to some other parts. But uh, those are the three I listen to, and um, I would totally <coughs> see him. I would totally see him live again. I've been trying to get him to come up to to this area. We have a fantastic venue that would work perfectly for him, but uh, it hasn't come to fruition yet. But keep trying. Um, so yeah, I mean, I hope he, I hope, I hope he keeps making movies. I mean, the, the Jane saw Bob reboot sounds great. I was really looking forward to clerks three and, and mall rats too. Um, yeah, and too. also, and also his, uh, hockey, uh, epic called, uh, hit somebody. I w- I've been waiting for that. Um, in the meantime, he s- still keeps pumping out comic books and all sorts of other shit. He's got a TV show he's working on called Hollyweed. I don't know if you saw the pilot episode of that. Um, I thought it was I thought it was pretty good, and uh, what was funny about that is he recorded that a few years ago, and then he lost all the weight, and then he they recorded the ending to it just so they could post it, and so he had to throw in this line in there like oh you look different and he's like yeah I was really bloated yesterday, so it, it's it's hilarious like when you watch it because like you see him you know pre before heart attack and then you see him after a heart attack you know and he's like lost all that weight but um yeah anyway i just hope he keeps making content i like his uh i I like when he directs flash and supergirl and all that stuff i hope he does more of that stuff because like you can tell when when it's him directing because he's got like some silliness in there and um so i have i actually i put together trivia questions for you let's see if you can Mm. get let's see if you can get some of these how many you got? Uh, I've got ten, but we don't have to do all those. All right. I've got uh, so let me pick some. Um, okay, so here's a quote, and you have to tell me who said this and what movie this is from. Oh, the, very, the very famous quote: "Tell him, Steve, Dave. Tell him, oh. Steve, Dave. Where is that from, and who said it? It's in Mallrats, isn't it? Yep. It's right in front of. Uh, it's right when they get into a fight. I don't know." Um, fucking says it oh god it's one of the comic book man guys i don't remember who says it <laughs> well that's pretty good it's walt flanagan but i think i think it goes by fanboy or something like that like that's his uh because the guy's like shut up fanboy or whatever right. um okay let's see if you can get it that was one. when that was when once brody was trying to find out who was at the comic book store yes and of course it was stan lee um sometimes in the heat of the moment it's forgivable to go ass to mouth Oh, that's uh, Rosario Dawson in Clerks 2. Right. Do you remember her her name in that movie? Claire? Uh, Becky. Becky. Is it Becky? Yeah, I think so. Wait. Are you is sure? It Claire? It's Claire in the Marvel show. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how many movies has Kevin directed? And how oh, it is many, Becky. Yeah. How many movies has Kevin directed in... Uh, how many movies has he directed, and how many of those did he not write? Oh fuck! 
<laughs> I have no idea. I would say like right. 15, 14. Close. How many, how many movies did he not write that he directed? Five. I think it's one. Just one? You know, the, the one movie that he didn't write was Cop Out, which was a Warner Brothers uh, production. Right. Like they were okay. big and they were big with you know, Lethal Weapon and all that shit. And they right. The next best thing, which that movie was not good. Um, I didn't like that movie, but it looked good, it looked polished and all that. I think he wrote and directed twelve. Um, or no, wrote wrote and directed eleven. I think you just asked me a question. You didn't know the fucking answer to it. <laughs> no, I have it here. It says twelve. He he directed twelve, but he didn't write one of them. That's what I meant to say. Um, which movie? of Kevin starts out with the comic book version of blunt man and chronic. Um, isn't that Jane Silent Bob? No. Oh, uh, mall rats. No. Fuck. Blunt man and Cr- I don't know which one. Chase and Amy. Oh, that's right. Fuck. And, th- and they play that music. Uh, movie tagline. What movie tagline was Man is the Most Dangerous Animal? Man is the Most Dangerous Animal. It's probably a movie you didn't watch of his. Tusk? Yes, Tusk. Uh, which famous actor did Kevin Smith cast in both Tusk and Yoga Hosers? Playing the French detective Guy Johnny LaPointe. Depp. Yes. Um, line quote. You are the ones who are the ball lickers. That's Jay. In which movie? Jane Silent Bob. Good. Um, movies. <laughs> uh, but, okay, here's a, here's a quote. You know, there are a lot of fine-looking women in the world, dude, but they don't all bring you lasagna at work. Most that's, of them just cheat on you. That's Kevin's, that's Silent Bob and Clerks. Nice. Um, check this shit. You got Cracker Boy, Luke Skywalker, Nazi Poster Boy, Blunt... Blonde hair, blue eyes, and then you got Darth Vader, the blackest brother in the galaxy. Uh, I forget his name, but um, it, that's Jason Amy. Nice. Hooper. Right. Uh, let's see if I got one more. Uh, were you to hear it, your mind would cave in and your heart would explode within your chest. That's Alan Rickman, Dogma. Nice. Very good. I think I got like two wrong. Yeah, I think you did. Uh, I think that's, holy crap. I think you did all of them. Shit. Yep. I think I only got two wrong. Oh, oh, here's, okay, bonus question. Bonus question. So this makes 11 questions. So some of Kevin Smith's movies have gotten an NC-17 rating. Name at least one of those. Uh, Tusk was one, wasn't it? Nope. Uh, Dogma? Nope. Red State. Nope. Fucking serious? <laughs> uh, I think, chasing I think Amy? I, nope. What the fuck? <laughs> All right, give me him. Clerks. And I believe the second one is Zach and Mary make a porno. Uh, and Clerks, I think he, I think in both of those he overturned it. In, in uh, make a porno, I think he had to cut a scene a little short and that was the part where you remember when the porn star i can't remember her name now she says like you know uh constipation 
uh, no, he's, she said anal sex is good for constipation or something like that. And, <laughs> yeah. And you remember that that thing that happens? Yeah. 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 So he, he had to cut that scene just a tad short in order to because whatever reason, I guess it went longer, and uh, the they didn't like that. So the rating like, system is so fucking retarded. Isn't it weird? Isn't it weird? The, <laughs> so the types of things. So basically, from an N seventeen to an R was just three more seconds of shit. Or like like a split second, <laughs> or a split second of shit. That's ridiculous. I, I think it's. I think clerks is because there was just a lot of foul language, but I think that's got ridiculous that too. too. I yeah. always go. I still to this day. I'll always go back to fucking Walking Dead. It's oh. ridiculous. That's so much fucking worse than a curse word or tit. Oh yeah, like uh, Glenn's head getting bashed in. Is that? Yeah, that's so much fucking more traumatizing. Yeah. <laughs> So much more traumatizing. You just your kids walk around going fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah, what's that gonna do? But fucking seeing Glenn's head caved in, that's gonna that's gonna do worse. <laughs> nightmares. They're not days. gonna have nightmares about the word fuck, but they will about Glenn's eye. <laughs> I still have nightmares about that. So do I. You I stopped even, watching you it even after. Gone back and watched no, it after that episode, I fucking stopped. <laughs> and I'm old. <laughs> There is a, I don't think there's a scene in Game of Thrones that's that gross either. And that, that shows No, it's more tragic. It's more tragic. Like, you know, the Red Wedding is more tragic than, oh my than just God. fucking gross. Yeah, it's so hard, to, so hard to watch that. Or like Greyjoy getting his dick cut off and shit. Like yeah, like it's, just, so, it's so the much worse. It, yeah, yeah, the thought of it is just bad. <laughs> All right, well, you got, you got 8 out of 11. <laughs> I don't know if that makes you a, a fan or a fanatic. I failed either. miserably at the last one. I just answered every single one but the two. <laughs> His first one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the one with the word porno and it didn't give you any kind <laughs> yeah, of Yeah, I just skipped over it. I was naming everything else. <laughs> You're like, showgirls. I'm like, no, wrong <laughs> I misunderstood. Yeah, the, I misunderstood the the question. I was naming everything else besides the one. I got NC seventeen. Debbie does Dallas. <laughs> like, uh, uh, well, yeah, but that's not exactly his. But I mean, he could have wrote on it. Who knows? <laughs> anyway, but he, I don't remember I mean, a lot of dialogue in that movie. <laughs> Just a lot of gurgling sounds <laughs> and saying the same line over and over again, just louder. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, it's. It, I don't know. I haven't been to his IMDb page in a while, but I'm sure there's a lot of shit that he wrote on. I, I know he wrote a lot of scripts that never like came to fruition, like the Superman Lives and other oh, things like that. But go get an evening with Kevin Smith if you haven't seen it yet. Yes, Just you really go, should go watch it. It's fucking amazing. It's awesome. it's better than like any Comic Con panel you've ever seen. <laughs> It really is the shit that he, he, the stories that he tells. People will people will ask him one question, and then he'll just go off for like two hours. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like he's like <laughs> he's like Hamill. He's he's a fucking awesome panelist. He's a that's great why, storyteller. Like, if, you're, if you're ever gonna be that person that stands up there in line waiting to get on a mic, forget fucking forget about it. If you're like third in line, <laughs> yeah. if you're not first or second, especially if they it. have three mics set up, you're screwed. <laughs> you're, <laughs> You're never going to be heard. Uh, it's not going to happen. The, the Prince story alone, I mean, and the, and the uh, John Peters story are just fucking worth the it. The Prince man. one threw me off so fucking much. I was like, 
just, just imagine Kevin Smith standing next to Prince. It's Isn't like it, it's a weird it's a weird picture in my mind. <laughs> oh, and it's it's nothing like gay or anything. It's just them standing next to each other just seems weird. And the, it's and like the if the Queen of England was standing next to LeBron James, it would just be fucking <laughs> odd. It's very strange, <laughs> right? That'd be weird. Like, what's yeah. the Queen of England doing with LeBron James? Wasn't like at one time, like Busta Move was like hanging out with Martha Stewart or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, they were dating, weird. I think. Right? I don't know. Maybe or Busta Rhymes, <laughs> wasn't it? Know. Busta Move's yeah. a song, you idiot. Yeah, but no, did I say Busta Rhymes or what did I say? No, you Busta said Busta Move. That's Busta a song. Move. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> she was dating a song. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, what's that? What's oh, that? What's that guy she was dating? Uh, Hold my hand. Hold my hoodie. <laughs> <Ludi. laughs> <laughs> oh God. I cannot That's... believe she dumped La Bamba. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing! Oh God! All right. All right. Let's end this well, shit before anything else happens. <laughs> All right. Well, that was uh, that was our very first episode of Chew on This Stocks. So and so. This was Chew on This Stocks. Kevin Smith. Uh, I'm BJ. Back. Until next time, folks. Chew on that. Later. <laughs>